Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The Antichrist. Who is he exactly? He's a cheap imitation. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie warns us about the beast, the blasphemer, the evil one who will carry out Satan's bidding during the end times. The Antichrist is a fake Jesus Christ. The way he fools people is through peace. The Bible says through peace he will deceive many. But then people will realize how evil he actually is. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Each of us is lied to every day. It may be an overstatement in an advertisement or a campaign promise or a little white lie told by a family member. Sometimes we know it's a fib and sometimes we're dubious. But there will come a time when a great world power will arise and he'll hoodwink most of the planet. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie shows us just how dangerous this individual will be and his lies will be deadly. It's from a series on The End Times. Question, do you like puzzles? (laughs) I don't. I have no interest in puzzles. I have no desire to get a puzzle out and put it back together again. Frankly, to me, it seems like a waste of time. Uh, In contrast to me, my wife Kathy loves puzzles. If we're walking along and she sees a puzzle on a table, she'll sit down and start putting it together. I, I don't understand that. But You know, when we look at the events of the last days, of the end times, like what's going to happen when, it can be like a puzzle. We hear terms like tribulation period, abomination of desolation, antichrist, rapture, second coming, and we think, I have no idea how this all fits together. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. But let me just cut to the chase and say this. I've read the last page of the Bible and we win in the end. Because God has it all under control. But you see, the Bible is the one book that dares to predict the future, not once, not twice, but hundreds of times with 100% accuracy. God lives in the eternal realm. Therefore, he can look at the past and see it with clarity, but he can look at the future and see it in the same way. I I can't even remember what happened to me six months ago. I forget details, but the Lord sees it all as a continuum. So when the Lord tells us what is going to happen, it's not like God is going out on a limb and taking a risk. He's just telling us what the facts are. Therefore, you can trust the Bible when we come to this subject of the end times. But let me just share a few things before we dig in. Number one, your future is bright. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, your future is bright. I love the promise that God gives to the nation Israel. And I think in principle it applies to every believer when he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. No matter what you're going through right now, God has a future and a hope set out for you. So remember that. God loves you. Your future is bright and your future is good. God can even take 
bad things and bring good despite them. Uh, we know that the Bible says that He can cause all things to work together for good to those that love Him and are called according to His purpose. Listen, this coronavirus has been very hard. People are depressed and filled with anxiety. But having said all that, good can come despite the coronavirus. One thing that is very good is seeing thousands of people come to believe in Jesus Christ like we have seen here at Harvest at Home. So God can take the hardships you're going through and be glorified through them. And I would also add, your future is promised to you by God. There's one thing you can know about the Lord. He keeps His promises. Waymaker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That's who God is. He will keep His promises that He has made to you. And here's a big one. The Lord Himself has promised that He will return again. John 14, Jesus says this, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, says Jesus. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am you may be also, and where I go you know, and the way you know. So when Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled, it's a word that can be translated agitated or stressed out. So Jesus is saying, listen to me, stressed out people. I'm coming back again and I keep my promises. As the Bible reminds us, don't panic. It's organic. Oh, actually the Bible doesn't say that. But the idea is God is in control. So don't worry. Don't freak out. The Lord is going to come back at the appointed moment. Now we're doing a little series here on the last days. And I asked the question in my last message, is the coronavirus a sign of the end times? In a broad sense, the answer to that question is yes. What we see happening around us today with a modern day plague or pandemic like COVID-19 is a fulfillment of an end time prophecy, yes, but it's more of the foreshadowing of what is to come later. You might say that coronavirus and other signs of the times happening around us at the moment are setting the stage for the end times. Listen to this. I pointed this out in my last message. The next event on the prophetic calendar is the rapture of the church. And that is when the Lord comes for His people and we're caught up in a moment in the twinkling of an eye to meet the Lord in the air. That is the moment when we receive our new resurrection bodies. That is the moment when we are reunited with loved ones who have died in faith and have preceded us to heaven. Following the rapture, we have this mysterious character that I'm going to be talking about a bit in this message that we know as the Antichrist. He's also called the Beast. He's also called the Son of Perdition. He inaugurates a seven-year period of time called the Great Tribulation Period. Antichrist initially emerges on the scene as a man of peace, a man with global solutions. But at the halfway point of the tribulation period, he reveals his true colors 
And then for the remainder of the tribulation, we have a lot of amazing things happening, including God's judgment falling on the earth. Everything culminates in what we call the Battle of Armageddon, fought in the Valley of Megiddo. And that is when the second coming of Christ takes place. He returns to the earth to establish His kingdom. And everyone will know. So some will not say, was that the second coming or just a really bad storm? Oh no. You'll know it's a second coming. Jesus said, as a lightning shines from the east to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, the Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. Thanks for joining us today. His message is called Antichrist, Armageddon, and the Second Coming. Let's continue. So let's dive into this mysterious character, the Antichrist. Who is he exactly? Well, first of all, he is sent by Satan himself. He is an imitator. Consider this, the prefix anti not only means against, and certainly the Antichrist is against Christ, but it also means instead of. He's a false Christ. Remember in Matthew 24, as Jesus is answering the question, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age, he said, many will come in my name saying, I am he. I am the Messiah. That's who the Antichrist is. He's a false Messiah. And some will even believe he is the Messiah. He's a cheap imitation. And there's always cheap imitations out there, aren't there? Um, Did you hear the story about the guy who bought his wife a beautiful diamond ring for Christmas? A friend of his said, wow, you bought her a diamond ring. I thought she wanted one of those four-wheel drive vehicles. And his friend said, well, she did, but where am I going to find a fake Jeep? Get it? Anyway. Okay, so Antichrist is a false Christ in imitation of the real Jesus. Just as God has his son, Jesus, the devil, in effect, has his son as well. Antichrist will be history's vilest embodiment of sin and rebellion. He'd be worse than Adolf Hitler, worse than Joseph Stalin, worse than Mao Zedong, worse than any of them. He'll be indwelt by Satan himself. Now, he's not going to be what you may expect. It's not like he's going to be dressed head to toe in black with glowing red eyes and the Darth Vader theme song playing behind him when he walks into a room. He'll be the very opposite. He'll be suave. He'll be intelligent, charming, engaging, magnetic, charismatic. Listen to this. He's going to solve the Middle East peace puzzle and actually get the Arab nations and the Jewish people to live together in harmony for a short period of time. He'll be declared the greatest peacemaker of all time. They'll probably give him the Nobel Peace Prize. But then he's going to do something that will really surprise many. He will rebuild the Jewish temple. So the third temple will finally be built. And This brings us to the middle of this time we call the tribulation period because an antichrist is going to do what is called the abomination of desolation. By the way, when Jesus talks about that in Matthew 24, uh, he says, when you see the abomination of desolation, let the reader understand. See, again, God wants us to understand Bible prophecy because there's that detail added. Let the reader understand. 
Basically the Antichrist is going to erect an image of himself in the rebuilt temple and demand worship from the people. So now he's showing who he really is. You know it's an interesting thing about Antichrist. A U.S. News and World Report magazine article pointed out that 49% of Americans believe there will be an Antichrist sometime in the future. Not Christians, just Americans. Almost half of Americans think there will be an Antichrist. 19% of Americans polled believe the Antichrist is alive right now. Let's read a little bit about this curious character called Antichrist in Revelation 13 verse 1. John writes, I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear. His mouth was like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, throne, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads was mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. And they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who will make war with him? Wow. Interesting scene. So here we have the Antichrist emerging. And he is again defying God and attempting to take the place of Christ. And it says in verse 1, he has a blasphemous name. He'll be a great orator, a great communicator. But he's coming in opposition to God. Probably not at first. At first he'll seem very conciliatory. At first he'll seem like a wonderful person. But then his true agenda will be revealed. And he will specifically target followers of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13.7 says, It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And he also is going to dominate the globe. Uh, Revelation 13.7 says, Authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. But again, I emphasize, the way he fools people is through peace. The Bible says through peace he will deceive many. But then people will realize how evil he actually is. I read an interesting article online the other day about the drummer for the thrash band Death Angel. Uh, the man's name is Will Carroll. And he got COVID-19. So his tour was canceled. And he was sent to the hospital. And he was put into a medically induced coma. So while he was in the coma, uh, this drummer for this rock band had a vision of hell. And he saw himself in hell being tormented. In fact, when he woke up from his coma, he asked the nurse, he had tubes connected to him, he asked her, am I still in hell? And after this harrowing experience, he came to this conclusion, and I quote, as for my personal life and the experience of what I went through, I don't think Satan's quite as cool as I used to. <laughs> yeah, Satan is not cool. Antichrist isn't cool. They're evil. And I think sometimes in life we, we get pulled into evil things because the devil is very good at packaging his wares. He's great at making bad things look good. He's also adept at making good things seem bad. And so we sort of buy what he's offering and we get pulled into it, hook, line, and sinker. And then he chews us up and he spits us out. 
Oh, look how exciting drugs can look, drinking can look, partying can look, sexual experimentation can look, and then fast forward a few years and you have an addict, you have an alcoholic, you have a person with some kind of venereal disease or other issues, and they realize how empty it all is. And that's what the world is going to realize. Antichrist will come as the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then he'll show who he really is. The Bible says through peace he will deceive many. Well, today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie has been presenting a candid look at the Antichrist and the danger he poses during the end times. It's part of his series, End Times, Living Like Jesus Will Return at Any Moment. Well, tomorrow we'll hear more about God's plan as Pastor Greg continues this message, Antichrist, Armageddon, and the Second Coming. Join us same time tomorrow, right here on A New Beginning. Now, for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called Antichrist, Armageddon, and the Second Coming. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.